This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash magic. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tim, I want you to listen carefully. It may appear that a woman named Trisha has burst into my institute and is telling you that everything is a lie. But this is merely Hank's final attack, and you must resist it. Sir, uh, whatever this guy is telling you, uh, no. Hard pass. None of that is right. How can none of what I know be the truth? I'm scientific volunteer Tim Sniffen. Tim Sniffen? Jesus, were you naming him after the host of a game show for children with allergies? See, Tim? She's attacking your identity. That has Hank written all over it. Sir, if you can hear me through whatever programming you're wrapped up in, I was monitoring this government facility. You know, just, you know, in my spare time, I keep busy with varied interests. I say life is a scavenger hunt, not a marathon. Well, anyway, this entire building is enveloped by a dense field of illusion, and I think it's being generated by this whatever this is. Some kind of psychic parasite. Ouch. Everything's flickering. I can't tell what's real, other than Andor's crackling dialogue. Boy, he is super invested in Andor. I know, right? But try to get him to watch a single episode of The Circle, and it's all, Trisha, you're an abomination. I keep locked in a bland room in the back of the bunker. Tim, listen to me. You have a transmission coming in. Letting it go unannounced will destroy everything we've accomplished. Sir, I hate to agree with whatever that thing is, but you did teach me that leaving a transmission unframed creates a huge amount of paperwork. Okay, okay, I'll try my best to do the voice again. People of Earth, the following podcast is not real. How can we be sure? Real podcasts delight the senses and leave the slightest aftertaste of cinnamon. Ours is like standing next to an air horn while chewing on an old, damp magazine. But if that says entertainment to you, then I'm left with no choice but to say sit back and enjoy the show. Hello from the Magic Tavern. 
a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp, the greatest warrior in all of Foon. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know. A little bit more than eight years and one month ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I used that to upload a podcast recorded here in the tavern, The Strange Familiar, in the town of Nibblebottom, at the base of the unnameable mountain in the magical land of Foon. And I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Chunt the Talking Badger. Arnie, 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 big news, big news. Yeah. yeah. So you know how you, me, and Yusor have been raising Eggy Baby and just showering him with love, mm-hmm. more love than he's ever known in his whole egg life? Yeah, and I know this doesn't mean anything to you, but I keep saying I'm the Gutenberg. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Is it a good thing? Yeah. It's, I invented the printing press, but keep going, keep going. Well, whatever it is, you really sell it. Um, Arnie, Eggy Baby had his first words this morning. I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, I mean, every once in a while I'll hear a little knock where we'll do mm. like, you know, bop, bada, bop, bop, and he'll go not knock. Um, but this morning. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold yeah. On. Yeah. I, I, I may not have heard you correctly. Was it bop, 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 and then Eggy Baby says, stop that? Well, it was knocks, but the knocks could have been. Well, it's, oh, I see. It's two hard knocks. So, I mean, I don't speak mm. knocks. It could have been stop it. Oh, my gosh. It's a, you're, it's a hard knocks life that you're going through right now. Is this what a Gutenberg would do? Oh, this is so what a Gutenberg would do. Well, anyway, Arnie, this morning I whistled. I was trying to kind of connect mm. with him. They say music is good for a baby. Sure. So I whistled, I love you, and he, it's like this, which means I love you and whistle. And mm-hmm. Eggy Baby whistled back. Here, listen. I'll, hey, hey, oh, oh. You sure. should bring it, Eggy Baby. There, there you go. There you go. Did you hear that? Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, Arnie whistles his words. And that's not just wind blowing through the micro cracks in the egg? Arnie, come on. That's his first words. Listen that's here. So- listen again. Here, you do it. You whistle. I love you. Uh, oh, I can barely whistle. Oh, no. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? That sounds like that's wind going through the cracks in my shell. The only wind in here is on chilly night. Artie, your lips couldn't be further apart. What do you think a whistle is? I don't know. When you put your lips together and blow? Sexy. How about this? Oh, listen. He did it back. Arnie, he did it back. Wow. This is so cool. Holy cow. This is very cool. Congratulations, Chun. Thank you. Congratulations, congratulations to you. Congratulations, actually, Chun. Congratulations to you. You, sir, congratulations to you. Congratulations to all. Oh, and I will say, and we're going to stick with the Eggy Baby thing, but I also just want to, before we forget, introduce our other co-host. The who, Eggy Baby thing? The, That's my yeah. child. The updates. You know, but oh, we're doing boy. updates. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd also like to introduce my other co-host, who... Are you a ghost anymore? Nay. Lo, I have recently returned from the dead. I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Trachus. The elves knew me as Fianyalik. The dwarves know me as Zodan and Hoogstangis, and I am known 
throughout the Northeast as Gasmanius Maystard, I have done the impossible to defeat the true death after completing my purpose and return here to this world to continue to be a scourge against the forces of evil. Now, Arnie, we're doing an update. Is this kind of like a desk piece? Or mm, a little bit. Like a, a little okay. bit, yeah. I have to say, I'm a bit surprised that how much people have just accepted the fact that I'm, um, I'm back. They, they don't seem phased. They don't seem confused. They aren't surprised. They're like, oh, Yusuro, how are you? Yeah, I don't want to say this too loud because yeah. I don't want anyone to overhear. Yeah, last yeah, week, I did a true wish that you didn't have to be dead anymore, even though you weren't really dead. I haven't been dead this whole time. I know. I was just pretending to be a ghost. We know that. We know, we know but that. then something happened. Chunt, you Some- knew that? I knew that, and hey, I got to tell you, um, I don't... Who told Chunt? I've been here the whole time. Can you not see me? Oh, no, I was chewing. You, sir, you should know this. In Foon, if someone is dead and then they come back to life, it's like asking a woman if she's pregnant. You don't want to say anything. Okay. Because if you're like, oh, you're back alive and they're still dead, that oh. that ruins their day. Mm-hmm. So you never want to ask. You sort of, this isn't going to make sense to you, but you're kind of like the Ted Danson, and everyone thinks you're a ghost in the background, but really you're just a standee. He's dancing Ted, and I'm not. <laughs> so, Usador, the next day, it just seems like everybody just casually accepted that you were alive. Yeah, but there's, st- there's still a strange, like, energy in here. I just, uh, I'm glad to be alive. I'm glad to not have to pretend to be a ghost, because I wasn't mm-hmm. a ghost. Arnie, did you know that, that I wasn't really a ghost? I did know that. And oh, frankly, okay. we told a lot of people. We told a what? lot of we did? people. We told a yeah. lot of people. Oh, no. Not just our listeners, yeah. but people just in the tavern. And honestly, non-verbally. we oh. frequently talked about it at this level, that it's very easy to overhear yeah. at other tables. I don't know what you mean. It's very difficult to hear our conversations. But I think you're right, Usador. I'm a little concerned because... We wished on the golden unicorn, and in the past, almost all of those wishes resulted in the death of the wisher. So I'm what worried a, that, like, am I going to die? Or, or, ironically, are you going to die? What a delightful guest, though. What a wonderful yeah. time. I had a great time once I was unfrozen. Did you say guest or guest? Because I have a guest. Oh, what's your guest? Well, um, you saw, uh, you brought in Eggy Baby, so you know this. In celebration of Eggy Baby's first whistle words, you know how we're always kind of like, ragging on each other. We're always sort of poking and prodding, making fun of each other. Since sure. the three of us are raising this egg, I thought it would be so fun to put that aside and bring in mm. somebody else to do it. A professional. Now, I saw a flyer in town. Of course, Arnie, a flyer is when you nail a bird to a, a tree um, mm. and it, mm-hmm. it, it speaks. It doesn't hurt the bird. Um, it doesn't hurt the bird. No, and it sort no. of squawks something where it's like, you know, uh, instruments for sale or whatever it says. It's a living. Mm. Um, but I found a flyer and it was promoting this guest today. Please welcome a roast comic. This is a professional. This is Greg Taskell, comedy rascal. Oh, I thought you guys have been making fun of me. Hello, dudes. What's going on, guys? (laughs) Hey, Greg. Hello, Greg. It's a pleasure to meet you. Good to be here, everyone. So glad to be here. Arnie, don't mention his voice. Oh, oh boy. Okay, I got to think of other questions. So, Greg, what's up with your face? Wait, what? <laughs> We're getting into the roasts early, huh? Okay. Oh, I guess so. I guess so. And I'm so sorry. I, I meant that sincerely. I didn't mean that as an insult. Just like a curiosity. Like you got sure, a weird yeah. face. Yeah, okay, absolutely. I was in a pretty serious cart accident. Oh. Oh, no. 
I got T-boned by another cart. It was going four miles an hour. Oh, that's fast. I know. Arnie, I don't know if you know this. Um, T-bone is when another cart will um, get mad at you and throw a stake to your horse. Your horse will stop to eat the Mm -hmm. stake and you'll fly out of it going through and it shattered my ocular cavity. Oh, because, because we all know that. how much horses love steak. They no. lo- can't get enough of it. They love steaks. Hey, okay, do you guys want me to roast you guys? I don't know if that's where I don't usually roast oh. people unless they invite me to. Oh, oh, there's a little stage right near here at our table. If you'd like to just step up there and uh, and uh, give us a sample of your wares, as it were. Yeah, <laughs> okay, great. Let's start. Okay, let's see. You... Ooh, Usador, that's your name? Hey, this yes. guy's got a weird voice, doesn't he? What's going on with this guy's voice? He sounds like if Orson Welles' corpse came to life and started LARPing. <laughs> I don't understand. You haven't met Orson, the guy stuck in the well? No. No. Oh, he's one of the, he's one of the most well-known people stuck in the well. Yeah, that's his whole thing. He's been down there for 40 years. Wow. He kind of invented the format. Yeah, he 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 really he was very innovative in the world of well living. Okay, let's keep rolling. Let's see. Okay, Usador, what's going on with that beard, my man? You look like Santa Claus <laughs> fucked a Klansman. <laughs> I don't know whether to ask you for a present or cancel you. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? I don't understand. Arnie, a Klansman is. Um, it's someone who will come into your town and they'll sell mm-hmm. clams and they just suck. They're cowards. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times you don't know they're clamsmen, but you kind of smell it. Like if they stand downwind from you, you'll smell the clams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just just little pieces of shit. Also, Arnie, did you notice this guy is going so hard on Usador? I, I think know, we're safe. I think we're safe. He keeps looking around and then his eyes go straight back to Usador. <laughs> also, can you believe he said Usador had a funny voice? I know. <laughs> can he hear him? <laughs> I can't believe it either. I think my voice is quite beautiful. Okay, hey, this guy over here, your name's Chunt. What's going on with this guy? He's, you know what? He's supposed to be a badger. That's good. You look like a rat to me, my friend. I think I know a rat when I see one. Don't you have a uh, like an animatronic Chuck E. Cheese band you should be fronting somewhere? <laughs> okay, Chunt, keep it together. Big fake smile for the table. Push it down, push it down. Chunt, what kind of name is that? Was Gangbang Face Fluck already taken? Okay, Chunt, he didn't mean anything by it. This is his job. Arnie, here in Foon, a gangbang is when a lot of people have sex together. Oh, okay. (laughs) Also, isn't that the name of one of Chunt's aunts? Probably. And let's see who we got over here. Okay, Arnie. Arnie, my man. You look like a a police sketch of a guy who's addicted to magical pornography. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. Fucking burn. I imagine that's why you're so obsessed with that Wi-Fi you're always talking about. (laughs) I will say, I will say, and look, I don't want to, like, delve into anything uh, torrid, but the magical pornography in this world is pretty amazing. It's pretty impressive. Oh, so you're familiar. I mean, just I've seen a a little bit. You know, like, you're just walking and you, like, see some magical pornography has, like, fallen to the street. And you're like, well, what is this? Oh, well, why did I have to explain what a gangbang was to you? Oh, well, I should explain. Uh, Greg Taskell, you said uh, this Wi-Fi you've been hearing about. Wi-Fi stands for Witches Fight. Um, so what it is, I guess wherever Arnie's from, which is Earth, Witches Fight, and that produces some sort of electricity, which 
is invisible in the air and helps you see? I don't know. It's, um, Arnie, do you want to explain it to him? No, not really. No, you both have it wrong. It's clearly two witches fight, which causes sound waves to reverberate through the air, and then a dolphin uh, sends you magical brain waves to (gasps) fill your computer. Oh, speaking of, uh, Chuck the Dolphin is at the bar. Hey, Greg, can you roast Chuck the Dolphin? Oh. <laughs> hey, what's going on with this guy's slippery skin over here? Am I right? <laughs> I need to get into a wrestling match with this loser. <laughs> hey, yes. also, have you heard him talk? <laughs> he sounds like a little boy having a stroke. <laughs> Arnie, I think I know what's going on. I think, I, I think he's projecting. Oh, yeah. You notice how he keeps saying everyone has a funny voice? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think that he's projecting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Greg. Oh. Greg, I'm so sorry. I got distracted for a moment. I'm uh, sorry. No, 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 it's not. Greg. No, it's not you guys. It's not the projection thing, although that's honestly pretty clearly true now that you mention it. It's, uh, mm-hmm. I just, uh, I'm, uh, I'm estranged from my son. I, uh. I haven't talked to him in a really long time, and uh, oh, Greg, he's, no. he's turning 16 today. And, uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, he won't talk to me anymore because I, uh, I'm, I'm unable to stop roasting him. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. I mean, Greg, that seems like a pretty simple fix. Just stop roasting him. Yeah. I wish it was so, Judd. Oh, I wish just, it was so. Do you, do you think he can just turn it off like that? This guy's on fire. I can't. It is true. It's absolutely true. Once the momentum starts going, also plus the reality is, is a dark mage cursed me a millennium ago to only tell Rose jokes. Oh, so you can't tell other types of jokes. Try telling no. a try telling a knock knock joke right now. Knock knock. Who's there? Shut up, you pussy! <laughs> oh, yeah, he got me pretty good there. He got me pretty good. Greg, have you tried just stopping telling jokes entirely for a little bit? Yeah, I tried for a while. I tried to go hug my son, and then I, in the middle of it, I told him he looked like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Fuck the snuffle fluff! <laughs> oh, oh, what's a snuffle fluff in this world, John? Uh, snuffle fluff is um, it's sort of an elephant, but it's. Uh, Carrier, um, uh. and it eats marshmallow. It only eats marshmallow, and it's got wings. It obviously it's got, it's got well. Wings. That's implied, Usador. It's got wings. But he asked, and Jonathan was the tailor. But mm-hmm. then everyone made fun of him because his clothes were so bad. They sucked so fucking bad. So he changed his name to Thomas, mm-hmm. and then people started to call him Jonathan the Tailor Thomas. Um, and it wasn't an improvement. I'll be honest. Yeah. 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 When you legally change your name in food, you have to write down your old name cross it out and then write the new name yeah. and he wrote Jonathan Taylor yeah. and then he wrote down Thomas and he forgot to cross out the it, first part. He gotta cross it out. Also his dad would always like kind of bark. It was kind of, his friends would come over and he'd be like arr, 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 arr. and it was just, uh, everyone hated his dad. And his Sounds dad, kind of funny to me. I don't no, know. No it wasn't. Maybe at the time but it's not now looking back and his dad was always trying to gain more power. He's trying to gain more power, learn spells, learn magic and he eventually um, blew up. Oh. To infinity and beyond. Which sounds dark, but again, that's the kind of world that my people dance in, you know? Oh, We're the brave truth tellers of this world. Greg, can I uh, can I ask, Greg, before you were cursed by a black mage to uh, 100 years ago, you look great for whatever you are. Um, can I ask, what did you do before you were cursed to be a roast comic? 
uh, mostly like took improv classes and oh, did open mics and stuff. Yet, yeah, but arguably much, much sadder. Yeah. So this know, is a lateral an move. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten a little bit of work at some of our various fantastical comedy clubs here in Food, and oh, that's like, been nice. Like where? Where have you worked? Like the the laughter pond where all the audience are all giant frogs. Oh, oh the laughter pond is a great venue. Uh, I yeah. I think it's really nice there. If you don't mind being wet. Yes. Chunt, do you mind yeah. being wet? No, I, I don't mind. I know who else doesn't mind. Your wife. See, why would I? <laughs> oh, you can't turn it off. You can't, can't turn it off. Uh, we're not married. Well, Greg, um, we're going to take a brief break. Um, let's get you maybe a drink or something, and uh, let's come back and we'll hear more of your story, and I'm sure some more top-notch roasts. Yeah, a drink would technically be a relapse, but you're on, buddy. Oh, okay. Do you ever wonder where all your money went, like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. All right, we're back with Greg Taskell, uh, cursed to eternally be a, a roast comedian. I, can I ask, Greg, I don't know what the ins and outs of this curse are. Like, will you eventually have the sweet release of death, or are you really just going to have to roast forever? Great question, Arnie, you living coward. Uh, yeah, every night I, I beg for some kind of loving God to take me from this living hell, and every morning I wake up and have to insult the first person who tries to get close to me. Oh. I mean, that's not too far from how the three of us live, right? I guess so. Yeah, there's saying. a bunch of, yeah, a lot of guys are actually pretty, pretty similar, it turns out. That's really how most male relationships are. It's quite tragic. Yeah. Hey, Greg... I cannot imagine. I, uh, this is my egg over here. Um, he just had his first words. I could not imagine not talking to him for how long was it? 
It's been 11 years, Chuck. 11 years. I mean, I guess I didn't talk to him for a couple years, but 11 years is so long. Is there anything that we can do that a human, a wizard, and a shapeshifter could do to kind of help you figure out how to reconnect with him? Well, first of all, Chud, what a beautiful question. Thank you so much, you fucking asshole. (laughs) You know what I just want to say? Really, hold on tight to that little egg of yours. I mean, that's such a special time. uh, Thank you. I don't... I don't know, maybe we could, uh, you know, I, like I said, I used to do some improv. Maybe we could kind of workshop some stuff or something. Try a little bit of role play. <gasps> Arnie, didn't you used to do improv on Earth? I did. You did um, it on a cruise ship, right? What's I a cruise ship again? did it on a cruise ship where all the world's best improvisers perform. Um, you said you were a bit of a celebrity, I think were your uh, words. Well... I don't know if I would say that. I was more of a what we would in the improv game would call a wall stander, where I would just kind of like during a show, I would kind of yeah. lean against the wall and wait for a time when I definitely had something, come in, do that thing, and get out as fast as possible. Oh, and now, you also said you did you say you had sex with 185 janitors and it was the world's worst sex or something? You said sex with me is like. What did you do? You Look, did that happened at a very quirky party, okay? It's hard Where to every, explain. And it was a quirky party in terms of everyone knew who they were except for you. Is that right? Or you had to yes. guess who people were? Look, it was a different time, and I said it. I was doing a whole hoedown, but I would not say something like that now. I see, I see. Greg, the first thing you need to know uh, is that since you haven't seen your son in 11 years, and he's turning 16 today there's a very good chance that he's much taller than he was before. Mm -hmm. So when you go to meet him, look up higher. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's why they call it feet 16. Because when you turn 16, you usually gain like a foot or so. So Arnie and Foon, they call it feet 16. And usually you get like a brand new cart and you can be a monster about it. Um, It's a pretty special time. Okay, great. Sounds pretty privileged. Although you guys bring up a really good potential challenge in all of this. If you haven't seen him in 11 years, Hmm. when you see him, he will have probably changed a fair amount. And so there's just going to be so much tantalizing fresh material. You're going to be like, I didn't make jokes about these things before. Yeah, it's really like, let's say he he has acne or something. How am I going to be able to not roll? You know what I mean? Call Mm -hmm. him a disgusting pizza face or something. You know, it's hard stuff. Well, Greg, why don't you, um, since you and Arnie are, are uh, I think, the only two people I know in my life that have taken improv, why don't the two of you do a scene? Arnie, you'll be um, the son. Uh, can I ask your son's name? Uh, his name is Greg also. Oh. So, Arnie, why don't you be Greg? And, Greg, you be Greg. And let's see a scene. We're just, and we're just improvising, and it's it's just father reconnecting with son. Okay. And Before we start, can I ask Greg, look, and, and I want to preface this by saying, like, I'm not really a voice guy. I don't do a lot of voices. Hmm. But does your son have a particular voice that's helpful? And, again, I probably would prefer not to do any voices, but. Make him do a voice. Make him do a voice. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen him in a very long time, but I imagine he sounds exactly like me, which is, I'm assuming, perfectly normal. Okay, all right. (laughs) I could probably hold on to that voice for a line or two. Okay. And the two of you are in, uh, you, sir, what's like a good setting um, for a father-son? Like a a diner or like a... Oh, a doctor's office. Doctor's office. Doctor's office. And, and I'm sorry, Greg. Did you say what your son's name was? His Arnie, name is also Greg. Oh. Arnie's Greg. Arnie, you said you were good at listening. You said the first rule of improv was listening. I didn't say I was good at the first rule of improv. And start of scene. Okay. 
Uh, hey, uh, Dad? Dad, is that you? Yeah, oh my gosh, it's been so long, little Gray. It's been exactly 11 years, I think. And here you are at a doctor's office. Why, I hope everything's all right health-wise. Yeah, uh, Dad, thank you. I'm in a place where I want to acknowledge your gift of, of maybe I, there's something wrong with me, so I don't want to deny it by saying that everything is good. Maybe I'm getting in my head about how to Excuse me, my name is Dr. Banana, and you <laughs> have two days to die. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh, Little Nailed Greg. It. That's terrible news, Little Greg. Uh, it is, Greg, but it makes me better... Daddy Greg, to know that you're here with me, although I have one wish. Yes? I hope I'd, uh, if I am going to pass from this mortal food, I was really hoping I'd have a doctor that sounded just like the two of us. Wouldn't that be wonderful? You, sir, be a doctor. Walk on, walk on as a doctor. Uh, uh, other Greg, I have your diagnosis. Yes? It turns out you have farts. <laughs> I fart. Oh, you Jesus Christ! Oh, God, they're terrible! Oh, oh, no, oh. no, no, no! Oh, my God! Oh, they're excruciating! And scene. Okay, great. Oh. And scene. That's what we call heightening. <laughs> yes, I intended for the, the farts to be uh, terminal. So, well done. I mean, if your reconnection with your son goes anything like that, 10 out of 10 success. What's stopping you? I want to say, honestly, Arnie, just even even though that was a pretend make-em-up, I, I really felt what it could feel like to be healed through my son's forgiveness. Oh, I'm glad that I could help provide that. I really try to latch on to some kind of emotional truth of my improv, and, and then I get in my head and I just think about, am I doing it right or not, and... And I just sort of try to coast from there. So I'm glad. I'm glad oh. that it seemed to have helped you. Also, See, your beard looks like somebody hot glued pubes to a baby. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's true. Baby pubes. Uh. Yeah. Well, maybe does that mean I've got a baby face underneath it? Okay, I'm just sort of trying to find the silver lining in some of these. I wonder if that's the in. Now, Greg, I noticed during that scene you barely roasted anyone, and perhaps if you channel your comedy into some other form, uh, perhaps you can put off the insult comedy temporarily, just long enough to connect with your son. You, Sidor, you're absolutely right. That may be the longest I've gone without roasting. So maybe you need to get into, like, I don't know, what else is funny, juggling or... Juggling is very funny. Well, it depends on what you're juggling. I saw a man juggling swords, and it it uh, was terrifying. Oh, it that made me very scary. anxious. Hmm. But it also, yeah, it seems like whenever you're doing improv, that you don't roast. Yeah, I, w- I wonder if there's anything else less embarrassing that I could do to help me not roast. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. You sure, know, sure. yeah. Have you considered maybe approaching it like? Whatever the roast version of a long con is, right? Like, Mm. if you're just sort of like, have the mental trick of being like, I am going to be as sincere as possible, and then at the end, boom, there's going to be a big payoff. But that could maybe just prolong how long. Yeah. Right. Or maybe, yeah, or a slow roast. Or maybe I could say the punchline like in my cart on the way home or something. Yes, you slow cook it. 
and that becomes, and then it's more tender. You're not you're not hitting as hard. It's more tender when you eventually roast someone. Right. Yeah. To move on from improv. You thought about getting a job? I tried once, but I roasted my manager oh, so bad that he sure. took his own life. Oh, oh no. no! I know, dudes. This well, is very seems sad. like this has really been a horrible burden on you. It's Just, dark, guys. I'm telling you, there is no love in this world for a roast comic. Yeah. Well, nor, Greg, nor should there be, probably. There, no, there absolutely should not be. Greg, I'm trying to be positive for you and for your son, who you're going to reconnect with. I, I, fingers crossed. Is there any good that's coming out of roasting? I mean, surely, maybe you've gotten to participate in, like, I don't know, a, a celebrity roast? Like some of the famous... Citizens of Foon? Have you gotten to Queen Titania or anyone, any big names in Foon you've gotten to roast? Yeah, yeah, Queen Titania. I was on the what we call the dais at her roast. Yeah, it was Ooh. a powerful time. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the few times where the peasants like us can speak truth to power about superficial, you know, physical issues that the powerful have. Yes, nice. Like their scars and their... Weird exactly. eyes. Their eyes are so close together. Right. Things they yeah. can't help. Yeah, exactly. They might yeah. perhaps have to be slightly overweight or insecure about something. We really attack that for about an hour. Oh, that's that's fun. That's fun. Do you ever tiptoe into talking about, like, their ideologies or anything of substance? Mm, I try not to. We try not <laughs> to keep it, get too political. But sometimes, if it's way out there, we'll really go for it. And I've heard with some of these celebrity roasts, like when you roast a queen or a king or a prince um, or someone of note, a duke, I, I hear it's a lot of like you've never met them before and you're just coming in guns a blazing and no one really likes each other. It's just sort of like a it's just sort of like a bag of gold, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. like a bag of wonderful gold. Yeah, you just think of it as a bag of gold. Yeah, okay, I will. I mean, I mean you have to work. That's the you thing. Gotta you gotta work. Oh, do you send, um, is there any sort of, like, do you send Greg money? Little Greg? Yeah, I was yeah. for a little while. I sent him a bunch of Foon Bucks. Mm. He's, he well, sent we call them Fox, yes, of course. Right, yeah. He, he sent them back, unfortunately, and with a note oh. tied to him that said, uh, I don't love you, Daddy. Oh. oh. From so little sorry. Greg. Greg's mother, how did you, how did you meet her? She was a waitress at one of the clubs. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, we stayed up way too late one night doing magical cocaine. Oh, sounds... I would have to imagine that's better than regular cocaine. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty wild. Of course, after a while, you get into the worst stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's not the good cocaine for very long. It turns oh. into low-level magical meth. It gets ugly out mm. here. I mean, it's hard to find that many fairy wings to grind up into a fine powder uh, to make magical cocaine. So, you know, eventually you, you have to just settle for, like, you know, maybe a grinding up a dwarf's beard and smoking that. Yeah. We've all been there. We've all been there. And never do magical cocaine off of a magical mirror. Because mi you think it's on the mirror and it's for you, the mirror will absorb it. And then mm. the mirror's going to be an asshole for 30 to 45 minutes. That's right, yeah. You don't want to hang out with a mirror that's trying to tell you about its startup, you know, its tech world ideas for two days straight. <laughs> Interlocking gears. Ugh. Technology is awful. The worst. 
Now what? I'm concerned that uh, I've traded places with my own uh, magical mirror self. Uh, maybe we should take a quick break and find out if I'm really me or the mirror doppelganger of myself. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Greg, we, we've been talking about magic a bit, and that, that made me wonder a little bit about this mage that cursed you. Is it possible we could try to track this mage down and get you uncursed? I mean, maybe that's an avenue we could explore. Oh, yeah. What's this motherfucker's name? Wow, thanks, Arnie and Chunt. Yeah, I never really thought about visiting him again. His name was also Greg. Most of the people mm. I know's name are Greg, but he was okay. Greg the mage. What, okay, just out of curiosity, what did his voice sound like? <laughs> Pretty normal. Okay. Okay. Like this. Oh. Well, give us all the information. Mage, hex, location. Yeah, sure. So the hex was a series of what to me sounded like nonsense words, but I was immediately felt this this I was imbued with this knowledge that I'd never be close to another living human being emotionally, uh-huh. and it happened on Carson and Duquesne. Hey, Arnie, Arnie, Arnie. Yeah. Um, it sounds like Greg got drunk one night, or maybe he was high on magical cocaine, and he yelled at himself in the mirror. Oh my god. And he's never, maybe he's never forgiven himself? I, I also, I also don't know what spell just sounds like nonsense. Mm. Oh, you sir, do you mind turning my um, cup into a glass? Hmm. Close enough, a, a dead duck. Sure. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Um, well, great. We've taken note. We will search this Greg down so that you and Greg can be together again. Oh, my uh-huh. God. Thank you, Chunt. <gasps> Did everyone see that? Greg said thank you, Chunt, period. No roast. Yeah. Unless he's going to say it in the car on the way home. Yeah, his nose is bleeding. Like, clearly there's something he's... He's truly biting his tongue. His nose, mouth, and eyes are bleeding. So there's something he wants to say, but he didn't. uh, That's real progress, Greg. That's Uh, progress. Maybe just let it out so you can build up some resistance for uh, talking to your son, Greg. Uh, Your neck doesn't match your body, Chunt, at all. Uh, At all! (laughs) My biggest insecurity. Uh, I've always thought that. Yeah, I can see why that one was hard to keep in. But look, I got really close. I mean, yeah, it was hard, but but there was more progress, Chunt. Yeah? I don't know. I, I did kind of slightly overhear what you were whispering about, well, maybe in a way, 
I've never forgiven Greg. Uh, and which Greg are you talking about? Yeah, it's confusing because there Sorry. are a lot of Gregs in the this mage, uh, your son, yourself. Well, really, I think all forgiveness stems from within. So I feel like the answer is probably this Greg has to forgive Greg. I didn't clarify anything. At all. Of course, of course, yeah, of course, of course. Really. Guys, guys, be supportive. Be supportive. Oh, of course, of course. Mm. Oh yes, absolutely. Very, Greg very supporting Greg very supporting insightful. Greg's. Yeah, Greg. Can yeah. I just out of curiosity? I have a, a suspicion here. What was the name of Greg's mother, the waitress? Greg. Mm. Greg. Of course, yeah. of course, okay. of course. Okay. Ar- and Arnie, sure. had, you had written down Greg. You just showed it to me. Yeah, yeah. Um. And here's what part of the spell is just to make him only perceive Greg's. Uh, although, although he called you chunt just a minute ago. Um, That's true. But I will say but, when but I... Let me ask him. Let me try to ask him. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Greg, uh, mm-hmm. my friend, the badger here, what's his name again? Chunt! Okay, he oh. knows that. So but I will say... Because chunt does kind of look like a Greg. That's the weird I've, thing. Always thought that my neck's a Greg, but my body's a chunt. I will yep. say when I hired Greg, he did call my son Greggy Baby. Now Greggy oh. Baby is not—it's Eggy Baby. Yeah. So maybe it's something where it's like, maybe it's like one and two. Look, maybe now one. that you mention it, you're the first three people I've met in since the curse who aren't named Greg, which is only now striking me as quite odd. Huh. That is odd. And it is odd. If we're the first people that you don't see as maybe kind of weird mirror versions of yourself, but we're also the first people that you've had any success in not roasting incessantly. Yeah. Is it possible that you three are sent through some sort of spiritual realm as some sort of, I don't know, circular coven of powerful uh, mages in order to help me? experience a new world where I can give and receive love? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Hundo P, Hundo P. It felt yeah. a little convoluted when I was saying it, so I'm so glad it sounded right. Yeah, I know a lot of magical... I, I, I am a wizard, naturally born into this world, fully formed as you see me now. I am not a person. I am a force of nature, magic incarnate, and around me, wonders unceasing seem to appear. So, yeah, any kind of crazy shit can happen, you know, around me. You never know. I wish Greg would have roasted your ass. I wish he would have fucking nailed you to the fucking wall. I wish he would have pegged your ass. Yeah, while you were talking, I had all these bullets in the chamber, and yet somehow I was able to let each one of them slide and put the proverbial gun down. Wow. Well, I mean, I don't mind being roasted. I can take it. I've been alive for 350 years, and I, uh, so somewhere around there, and I, I've, heard, I've heard all matter of insult and wonderful compliment. Uh, often uh, praises are heaped upon me and new names given to me for my great accomplishments. <laughs> That's sort of the interesting thing, guys, is that every single one of you has honestly been quite accepting and even embracing of my powerful roasts. Hmm. Which is, I don't know, made me sort of turn this corner in a way it feels. Oh, that's wonderful to hear. Guys, did you hear that? We've turned a corner by being super supportive and delicate and thoughtful, which is totally 
not what we used to be. Yeah, that's a better way of thinking about it. I was just thinking that we didn't mind hearing it because we're just sort of desperate for attention. Arnie. I'm just glad we've been talking about Greg all night instead of Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Usador, you're so old. (laughs) Well, speaking of old, I have an email here. This might have been from a while ago, Arnie. Do you mind if I read it? No, please do. Um, This is to chuntwith6ts at gmail.com. This is an email from Marion. It says, I have a few questions about shapeshifters. Hey, Chunt, my name is Yudita, and I am 13 years old, Hmm. so I probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. At least they're self-aware. But then again, we're getting sex education in school right now. There's so much information in this email. So I think it should be okay for me to listen to this podcast? I'm at episode 52, Arnie's one-year anniversary, and you've picked up a cursed coin. Oh, did I pick up a cursed coin, Arnie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a whole thing. Well, I had some questions about shapeshifters. Like, what were you when you were born? Listen, Yudita, I've surely mentioned this hundreds of times, if not thousands. I was what I was. Arnie, have I mentioned this before? Usador? Oh, yeah. I think so. But look, Yudita, Chun can't remember the time he was cursed in season one. He's not going to remember things that happened years before that. P.S. Anyways, I wrote this in the year 2020, and I just found this in my drafts. I still want an answer. Huh. Sincerely, wait, oh, hold on. Sincerely, Maori. I thought they said their name was Yudita. P.P.S. I prefer to be referred to as Maori now. Use the Dutch <laughs> pronunciation. M- I'm sorry. Al- I'm not laughing at the, the name thing. I just want to say, Chunt, it's almost magically every time you have a question about the email, the email immediately answers that question. I feel like this email is shape-shifting. M, M like M, Al like ouch, and re like read. Also, hey I'm 17 now. Woohoo. Huh. Well, that email took a few turns around the corner. Wow. I mean, yes. we should really read these things before we read them on air. That, I think that's no, maybe won't step happen. number Never one. will happen. Yeah. Me, Meowry, uh, thank you so much for writing, and uh, happy 17th. Uh, thank you for writing to us when you were four years younger. And, oh, 17, Greg, that's one year older than Greg. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Another amazing coincidence. Wow. So if someone who's 17, like Miari, can write into us when they're 13, and for, and Miari forgot about this email for four years. It was left in their drafts for four years, and then they sent it. That means someone who's 16 could easily put behind them 11 years of forgetting their father. Easily. Easily. That's just just logic. Can't argue with facts, baby. Arnie, what do you know about the Dutch? I don't know a lot about the Dutch, although I believe I actually am slightly of Dutch descent. It's not going to mean that much to you. Uh, You know, my family always thought we were largely German on my father's side, but then we came to realize that we might be more Dutch than German, which, if you ask me, sounds like a trade-up. What's up, (laughs) Yusidor? That answer just hurt me a lot. It was maybe the most inane things ever been said on this podcast, and that is really saying something. Would you like me to open a portal so that you may visit your son this very moment? Yusidor, I'd love that. Or, or, Greg, um, I don't, Arnie, when you said, well, I said Dutch first, and then you repeated Dutch. 
Why are we back on this? Well, hold on. <laughs> so, an idea sparked There's inside me. There's a lot me. more to my story about discovering oh. that I might not be goddesses. German, it might be Dutch. Greg, something sparked inside me, and I had the most wonderful business idea. Greg, would you like to buy a tulip bulb, which is this right here, for 40,000 gold coin? Now, this tulip bulb is unlike any other tulip bulb I've ever seen. You can go through the portal, absolutely, connect with your son, love him, revisit him, heal, whatever you want to do. Or, also, like I said, for 40,000 gold coin, the tulip bulb. Definitely going with my son, Chunt. Totally get it, totally get it. Would you do 35? Nope. No. You're you're giving him the opportunity to pay all of that money for a tulip bulb? Yes. Absolutely. Um... Usur, 22,000. Tulip bulb. Fine, I'll buy it. Yes! I think we just made something cool. Green cockashal. Akashal or trilotaf. Arnie. 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 Did you hear Usador say green cockshal? I think so. He has a he has a shawl for his oh, cock. I guess so. But he, if I'm being honest, that's all I'm ever hearing anybody say is green cock shawl. Dutch, Dutch, Dutch. Wow, Greg, there's the portal. I guess um, I guess this is it. Guys, I just want to say I feel that I'm finally ready to face my beautiful son and bring with me the heart of a loving father and leave behind. These roasting days. Yeah. Good luck to you, Greg Cockshaw. That's wonderful. No, Arnie, um, it's Greg. Tasco, Arnie, Tasco. The comedy rascal. And can I just say, Greg, I know know you're probably thinking this. I just want to vocalize it. I think it's so wonderful that you turned this corner during the one hour that I hired you for. We got a few roasts in there. You didn't roast for the whole Mm. hour, which is fine. And I paid you the full price, which is fine. Yeah, that's why we have you pay up front, John. Yeah, Mm. now I get it. Now I understand why, because that's why you pay anyone up front. Carpenter, anyone, because they might turn a corner during their work. So I just want to say I'm not going to ask for a refund, and that's very big of me, Mm. and we should all recognize that, that even though I paid for an hour of roasting and I only got 22 or so minutes, Mm. that's still pretty good. On your way out, if you went to roast the portal, I wouldn't be mad. Hey, look, John, you know, I think you got nine or ten pretty solid slams in there, and you know what the reality is? That's why they call me the rascal! Great. What's going on with this portal? Somebody get this thing a goddamn hamburger. It's skinnier than a skeleton. Bye, Greg. Bye, Greg. Now that Greg's gone, it's I guess it's possible that he didn't have a breakthrough. And really, the thing that was keeping him from roasting us the whole time was just to fuck us over at the end. I mean, it's entirely possible. Uh, I, I I, think there's a good chance that, like Chunt theorized, this is a self-inflicted curse. Uh, and perhaps, even right now, he's connecting with his son. And they're having a meaningful conversation. The likes of which father and son have ever known in this world. Mm. Hello, hello, Greg Jr. Oh, hello, father. It's so good to see you. Oh my gosh, how you've grown! Oh, Father, well, 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 look who finally decides to show up and take care of our son. Mother! Greg, my beautiful ex-wife! Father, Mother, you're back together here. Mother, look, 
Father's head is growing directly out of his shoulders. It's like he doesn't have a neck at all. Well, you'll be pleased to know, Greg, that I've taken another as a husband. Meet the black mage who cursed you. Greg, come in here. Yes? Oh my gosh! Greg, you monster! Me? No, Greg, I said! Oh, son? Honey, you look like Goldie Hawn got run over. Dad, maybe you could have hung on to Mom if you weren't as limp as a fish who just fell out of the sky. Oh my god! My my beautiful son, Rose? Oh my god, I've never never been happier. Greg, Greg. Black Mage Greg, I'm talking to Black Mage. Just do me a favor, will you? Yeah, I can't make any promises. Come on, man! I'm just I'm asking listening. for one thing. When he goes to bed at night, will you do me a favor? Yeah? Kiss him gently on the forehead. And if he roasts you, will you laugh? Yeah, I will. Wait, wait, wait. I've heard enough. I can have two husbands. Welcome back, Greg, you goofy-necked bitch. Oh my god, a weird polyamorous three-Greg thruple? Now this is a sitcom if I've ever goddamn heard one. You saw did you teleport Greg to the other side of the tavern? Like, it, it was yeah, his son over there the whole time? I think they walked through when I opened it and he was talking for a while. I, I mean, if a portal see. opened up in your house, you'd probably want to see it's on the other side. I guess so. Also, can I just say during the break, I got Greg a water and he took a sip and said, yep, definitely relapsed. <laughs> Well, this episode seems to be a first. I can't recall ever having comedy on the show before. User of the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chunt the Talking Badger was played by Adol Rafai. But enough of the featured extras. Who did the heavy lifting? Greg Taskell, comedy rascal, was played by special guest Mort Burke. Check out Mort's new stand-up special, Spiritually Filthy, on YouTube. Hello from the Magic Tavern is an independent production, made possible by supporters of the Magic Tavern Patreon. Thousands of computer-generated background figures, each programmed with their own unique fighting style. These quote-unquote people include Mitch of Underland, Sister Undercity to Hogsface, is that right? Or is Mitch just printing his own show bible on Mom's inkjet? Ian Clasby, Nick Morgan, Favad, William and Christy Meyer, Wendy Dibburn, Matt Parent, Jim Burdick, Hannah Cakes, the most gentle mafia warlord of all, Kevin Gallagher of Schomburgia, no thank ya, Chris, Pilar Gonzalez, Paige Dempsey, and Cat Wood, since apparently, Dog wouldn't. Patrons get ad-free episodes, the entire back catalog including all the previous spin-offs, the option to keep the in-flight magazine whenever they travel, and at least two new bonus episodes each month. Currently, we're running Season 3 of Masters of Mayhem. Episode 3 with special guest Beth Maluski as Claudia the Witch just dropped. Listen to it! Oh. oh, yes. My wife ate this finger off my hand. So. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Straight out chomped it. Uh, but, I mean, it's been so long since we talked, actually. But, yeah, no, uh, we all got married, and then I we fled her, thinking mm. that she would be devouring us in whole. 
Yeah. That was a misunderstanding. Yeah. Uh, then when I figured that out, I tried to get her back, and right when we were, like, kind of starting to click, that's when... Uh, the Dark Lord was destroyed, and I'll Work. just be honest, I was not kind of responsive at that mm. time. I sort of ghosted her at exactly the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been, I've been sending her some letters and kind of kind of hoping that uh, she'll give me another chance, but uh, she hasn't said no or sent her armies at war against Shrike, so, you know, there's a chance I could pull it off still. Well, Baron, I'm going to do something for you. I'm going to take one of those cauldrons and make a sex cauldron for you. Nice. You know, put a bunch of nice figures out on the front, awesome. you know, Man. busty snakes and right? s- snakes with panties, that sort of thing. I heard they thing. shut that place down. That's amazing. Snakes, snakes with panties? panties? <laughs> yes. That's been closed for quite some time now. That's yeah, looking- a scandal. There was yes. a, yeah, there was a real... Turns out there was uh, some embezzling going on. It, uh, next thing you know, they were panties up. They were done. Yes, yeah. all done. But I am going to make you a sex cauldron, and you are going to win this wife of yours back. I, it's going to be one of the 100. You can check it out, give it to her. And then the rest, the other 99, I think I'm going to do some erotic art with the two of you. Awesome. Just got to roll with that, we know. To hear the rest and learn more about supporting the show, visit patreon.com slash magic tavern. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Matt Young, and Adol Rafai. Post-production coordination by Garrett Schultz. This episode edited by Garrett Schultz. Hello from the Magic Tavern logo by Allard LeBan. Magic Tavern theme by Andy Poland. <sighs> All right, and I'm out. Sometimes that is not easy to maintain. Wait, 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 stop. I want to understand what I'm hearing. You just sounded like yourself a moment ago, but now you think you're someone else doing an impersonation? Well, yeah, a substandard impersonation. Dr. Ward keeps reminding me I leave a lot to be desired. Okay, that is gaslighting, and while it is refreshing to see it happen to a guy for once, that is totally not cool. What the hell have you done to him? I've merely reframed his consciousness in a manner that makes him more pliant for me to interact with. In a sense, I did to him what he's been doing to the podcast for years. But why? My motives are no concern of yours. And once Tim opens a portal with my device, I'll be a universal way. I'm right here, you know. Then, sir, you've got to focus. All of this is a huge mental illusion. Like crypto. And there is no Tim sniffing. Tim, walk away from this, and you'll never drink LaCroix again. Oh, we have LaCroix now? But, sir, you always called it the Ryan Murphy of beverages. I don't know what to think. And I don't know if I can do this myself. Then maybe I can help. I've got to lock that door. Hey, you. Have you listened to Smartless? Smartless is the podcast that I host with my friends who are more like brothers. The super talented and funny Will Arnett and Sean Hayes is... JJ, 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 why are you whispering? Well, there's, there's a pst 
in the in the in the copy. But people are listening, so it's like they are listening. Like, okay. Yeah. In each episode of Smartless, one of us reveals our mystery guest to the other two. What ensues is a genuinely improvised and authentic conversation. Our mystery guests span. Our mystery. We'll cut this out. Our mystery guests. All right, here we, we go. We got a lot of big famous people from different walks of life, and if you're yeah, a Matt Wondery fan, then you're Emma gonna Stone, yeah. just you come and listen Tyson. to it. Yeah. We're on Wondery right now, and you can listen yeah. to us. And no matter what you're doing, you're at the gym, you're in the car, just listen yeah. to the podcast. Sean, tell them where they can find it. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Bye. 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 